know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk, episode 24. It's the Chris Chelios edition. I'm the Gas Man. With me, as always, is Frankie Knuckles Nux. Chris Chelios. How's it going? Yeah. Not Kobe Bryant. No. Is he retired permanently from... No, I'm just sticking with the theme from now on. Am I missing the theme? No. (laughs) I'm just going with... uh, Montreal Canadiens from the 80s and 90s. Okay, all right. As as far as that'll take me. Sounds good to me. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It is Halloween today. There were trick-or-treaters just at your door. No less than two minutes ago. You should have worn pants. (laughs) I should. I have my Halloween costume. You're wearing your costume right now. It's Frankenstein. You have a stein of beer in your hand. Yes. You're Frankenstein. Pretty good. That's awful. <laughs> That's absolutely awful. Speaking of which, Coors Light. Well, we we got delayed in our recording a bit. Born in the Rockies. Uh, yeah, so we were all set to go. Uh, minutes away from uh, laying down this epic NBA podcast. We were just about to do checks, I think. Ready, ready yeah. To go. And uh, there was a feverish knock at your door. Well, first there was uh, like a bang, a faint bang, and I waited a second, and then I said to you, "Did did you hear that bang?" I just and, dribbled all over myself, <laughs> and you were like, "Yes, yes, I, I, I heard, heard that." that bang. <laughs> and then about twenty seconds later, there was a, a feverish pounding at my front door, and I. Walked up and I was like, "Great, just come with me." I didn't know what was going yeah. on. I was like, "Just who knows?" I thought it could have been gunshots or someone. It was, ble- was your backup. Someone bleeding their, themselves out at my front door. Uh, but I looked up and it was my neighbor. And I run up. Obviously, he had a, an intense look on his face, and he said, "Frank, my house is on fire. Get out." <laughs> and so I told you, we rushed out like no like i looked outside and there was a little bit of white smoke coming out of his garage i Mm -hmm. put my shoes on went outside and it was thick black smoke and the flames were shooting out out of the garage garage like crazy and the car the car was on fire so all i'm thinking is this car could explode at any second and i do not want to be around when it does first of all i don't like loud noise it must have i think it did yes that uh, it was it was crazy. So we just did a quick lap around the block, came back, and parked further away. Shortly after, fire trucks were already there. There were like twenty five firefighters, which I think were too many firefighters. Well, I heard I found out after the fact that like there is a fire hall on this street, so it actually took them long considering that but it turns out there was no one at that fire hall that night because they were doing a training exercise oh i see so i think there was a lot of people training at this thing and they were already suited up so they all oh came to this wow because yeah there was about six six trucks and there was an ambulance but uh didn't look like anybody was hurt no no one your neighbors were hurt no one hurt at all that's well that's good um but you know it sucks that all that happened but that was like I've never seen black smoke like that before. I mean, it was so thick 
sometimes you couldn't even see the flames. Mm-hmm. And like the firemen just disappeared into there as they battled when you that think fire. Could be propane containers in there, tons of stuff. Like anything they, could have they happened. They had those those hooks and they like ripped off the garage door. Mm-hmm. And then they just got that hose in, just sprayed. Everywhere. Sprayed water everywhere. Yeah. Like I will never forget how fast that fire spread. Oh yeah. Like the, those flames were like twenty feet high. <laughs> I know. It was crazy. Yeah, and I just was lucky that the garage is on the opposite side of my house. So yes. Yeah. We got our cars out of the way so the fire trucks could work. Uh, they were on your front lawn and but that's good. Yeah, we, we everybody helped. say yeah, we did our we part. helped. Well, I feel bad for my neighbor, but yes. uh, everyone's safe, and uh, you know it makes you think about the fragility of life, and just our sports that important in the grand scheme of things. Fire bad, Frankenstein. Right? Oh yeah. Huh? <laughs> but uh, so that's behind us now. So just a car fire just happened. No one knew what was going on, and bam. A friendly reminder, get your fire alarms checked. Have a fire extinguisher handy. You smoke know, alarms checked. What did I say? Fire, fire alarms? alarms? And the fire alarms. I have two smoke alarms, two fire alarms. Do you have a CO2? <laughs> I do. Good. It went off in the middle of the night in the summer. Oh, no. I, I came back after being gone all day and it was going off. So I called the fire department because if it had gone off in the middle of the night, I wouldn't have been as worried. But it could have been going all day. I had no idea. What, so. did, what did they say? Just batteries, but the way it signals that it's a battery is very poorly done, or these are shitty. These are really shitty carbon monoxide detectors that I got. Oh, okay. They were a gift, so yeah, it happens. Be safe out there, people. That's true. That's good advice. Get everything checked. Fire can strike at any moment, and it is a powerful Crazy force. So how many uh, how many kids did you have uh, come to the door tonight? Mm, 25. 25? So you got lots of extra candy. Oh, yes. Well, we should dip into that. Help yourself. Nice. It's on the steps. And uh, Whatever you like. You didn't go out this weekend at all? No. Bill, I, I went to the Bills game on Sunday. Right. Uh, not a lot of costumes. No. A lot of Rex and Rob Ryan costumes, as expected. Yeah, that's typical. We were debating... Uh, Myself or one of my friends going as half Rex Ryan, half Rob Ryan. Oh, nice. Like the... Sure. I haven't seen that one. I've seen no. each individually. But That's good. Didn't happen. No time. I was, uh, I was coming back from a uh, friend's house on Saturday night, driving through downtown St. Catharines. And uh, there were a lot of costumed individuals um, going to the bars. But as I got further away from downtown... I saw that there was a person approaching me, and as I got closer, it was they were dressed as Slenderman, which I said nope, and then turned left and went the other way. <laughs> so, how did they get the illusion of being slender? Was it like a black suit with the slender lines painted on it, or? Well, it was just it was. I believe it was like a tall, skinny guy. Oh, okay. Who was in a black suit and uh, and he had like uh like an elongated head piece that was all hmm. white and white hands and yeah it was terrifying it's a good one it might have been slender man himself be safe but uh, safety yeah. first so i i got the fuck out of dodge it was i, I was i was frightened and there weren't weren't too many at work today there were a few people in the mall who yeah. were dressed up not uh not too many as uh, years passed 
Doesn't feel like the world embraced the Halloween spirit the way it usually does. No. I mean, when it's on a Monday, I think people would be like, meh. Could be. You know. It was a little sad. But that's all right. I mean, uh, I'm sure there are lots of uh, wide-eyed children getting lots of candy tonight. Absolutely. I hope uh, our listeners had a very nice, happy, and safe Halloween. And no needles in their candy. No razor blades. No poison. No pills. No poison. No pills. No acid. Nothing like that. Just pure, delicious, chocolatey treats. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, probably like the like the caramels, like the square like, caramels, like the craft caramels. Really, I love those. Wow, those are good. It's got to be the craft brand caramel. Oh, I understand. So. Yes. What would you say? Like, what are you like a candy corn guy? No, 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 no. Probably rockets. No, I don't mind rockets though. It's been a long time since I've had a rocket. Um, probably peanut butter cups. Is that really Halloween candy though? Oh, so you're saying like just Halloween type stuff? Yeah, well, I think so. But do you like those uh, those uh, weird brown sugary toffee type things that are wrapped in like, like the, the witch, like the orange <laughs> no. witch paper, or the ghost think, paper? I actually don't think I've ever consumed one. Oh <laughs> like, man. Not good. <laughs> no. I think Tootsie that, Roll. I would, Tootsie Roll's great. Tootsie Very Pop. Tootsie, Tootsie Pop, Pop is my favorite. Outstanding. All right. Uh, so what else is going on? Sports. A lot of sports. Now, before we talked last time, yes. I had to send myself some emails just in case any predictions were true. I didn't want anyone to think I had a week to change my answer. So... Whatever we talk about today was locked in last... Oh, I saw that scribbly piece of paper you have. <laughs> the psychopath's uh, yes. handwriting and an email sent to myself to confirm any major predictions. And I left my I... notes here. So. And, yes. Unless and, you changed them. I didn't. Okay. And this is pre-start uh, of the World Series, pre-season opener, Warriors, Spurs. Yes. Since then, been a lot going on. Baseball, yeah, NFL. Man. Do you want to talk baseball first, or yeah, we get can out do of that. Oh, by the way, uh, we should also say that uh, next week we're going to a concert. Yes, we are. It's pretty exciting. Ghost, ghost, but we're not going together. <laughs> no, we're going separately. Mm -hmm. And uh, Goon of Film Junk Fame will also be there. Yep, separately. Mm -hmm. We each bought one ticket. <laughs> Did you? No. Uh, yeah, I have two. I'm going with with a pal who I haven't seen in a long time. So I'm going with a pal I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. His name is Oral, like sex. Oh, okay. My, That's my, how he introduces himself. My friend's name is Mike. Mike. That's all right. Yeah, so we're uh, we're going to the show, and I'm pretty I, excited I think about I'm it. I'm Row J. Do you know what Row you are? I thought you were Row O. I'm Row O. Big O. Should be good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. All right, so let's talk a little bit, uh, a little bit of World Series. You know, I was pretty excited when uh, it was uh, Cleveland and the Cubs. I will not be upset regardless of who wins. No, because there's a great story. There's uh, a lot of great fans have been waiting a long time for these teams to win. I mean, on the one hand, um, it's pretty cool to see uh, another success in Cleveland. 
Um, which is you know, which is a shame because the Browns are so awful. Oh yeah. I know, and then of course you got uh, the Cubs who haven't been to the World Series since the end of World War II, and uh, they haven't won since like 1905 or something. Oh wait, oh wait. Yeah, so I mean, like, uh, a lot of interesting facts have come out. Like Dexter Fowler, when he came up to bat for the Cubs, mm-hmm. he was the first African American player for the Cubs in the World Series. Hmm. Makes sense. In 1945, there weren't any. Well, I'm cheering for the Indians, not okay. by a large margin. I have a large margin. Large margin. <laughs> uh, only because obviously I grew up loving Major League. Sure. So definitely have a soft spot for the Indians. But and have been to many Indians games. As have I. So always like going to Cleveland, going to games at the Jake or Progressive Field. Still the Jake. And uh so Great the, Ballpark. Definitely rooting for them will will not be upset. It's Major it League right. versus Rookie of the Year. It's true. The Battle of the Seas. I did send myself an email with a prediction, and the prediction was Indians beat Cubs in the World Series. Number of games? No, no we didn't specify. Just wanted to get that. So it's 3-2. It's good, good chance that'll happen. No. You never know. I mean, uh, Corey Kluber, I believe, is pitching game seven. Okay. If there's a game seven. No, but I mean, like, if there's a game seven, like he's he's been lights out mm. so far. So I mean, if uh, if it does get to a game seven, I mean, Cleveland's got their man up there. So, well, it's uh, I haven't watched too much. I obviously watched the wild card game between the Jays and the Orioles, which was very stressful. You know, and uh, you know, Buck managed that bullpen and won so many games for the Orioles throughout the entire regular season and like you know the way he managed that team is is how they got there and it was just such an odd decision to not bring in Britain but bring in fucking Ubaldo Jimenez well I I, I mean, mean I, I understand like when you look at the stats uh Jimenez has been was lights out in the last in all of September and he's really good against the Jays but Zach Britton was 47 for 47 in save attempts. Yes, but at the same time, to win, you are going to have to score a run. Yes. They were not scoring runs. No. The argument would be, you score a run, the game is over, based on Britton's tra- track record. Right. So we have to get a run at some point. Once we do, game over. So I understand that as well. Like that game could, if it went another four innings, and I, it really was all on... Ubaldo, like yeah, I mean, just the way that uh, every other major league team in the playoffs has been using their bullpen and bringing in their closers, even when they don't have the lead, and for the most part, to varying success. I mean, uh, it's worked for uh, Chapman with the yep, Cubs, definitely. So, I mean, it was it was disappointing, but uh, I mean, uh, you know, one uh, one mistake in the. The Jays, uh, I guess they deserve to win that game. They really did. I mean, if you're going to talk about Bucks managing, he also had these crazy pitching substitution that led to double plays three times. Yes. So, like, there's something to be said for that intuition as well. Uh, so, 
I, I do feel like the Jays deserve to win that game, yeah. aside from the fan who threw a beer at uh, Kim. Yeah, and all the racial slurs. Uh, I felt Adam karma, Jones. karma really should have been on the Orioles' side that night. Yes. Uh, it just goes to prove there is no God. No. <laughs> and then uh, Blue Jays went on to just humiliate Texas. Which was awesome. I hate Texas. That was a, that was a joke of a series. But uh, thankfully, Cleveland knocked them out. And they knocked them out while I was in Toronto for a work conference. It was excellent. Watching <laughs> all the dejected people leave Skydome. Well, the best that day was they lost. And on social media, Facebook, other things, slowly but surely after that game, Leaf fans were migrating directly to the Maple Leafs. Right. Who were winning 4-1 at the time. Yes. And then as soon as they switched over... The Leafs lost five yes. four. It was amazing. Yes, it was very good. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, it's kind of the opposite. Cleveland is doing well, whereas the city of Toronto, not so well. Well, they've they've had their fair share, have they? Well, the hey, the Toronto FC is deep in a playoff run. That's one true. Yesterday, Argos are terrible this year. It's all right. And the Leafs are. You know, they've got a couple of good players, good young players, but they're going to be really bad this year. Which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Your Habs look pretty good. Yes. So far, they've uh, looked very good. I watched the whole game Leafs-Habs on Saturday, and I was impressed. You know, I mean, I'm still on the fence over the Subban trade because I think the reasoning for trading him was pretty shitty. You know. what? What's that? It's just the coach just had issues with him. Oh, okay. And, you know. I mean, it's it's a a lot of people have problems long term with that trade. Like Subban's a younger player, sure, but so far it's Weber's it's working looked pretty out good. Well. Yeah, Weber's <laughs> looked pretty good. His shot's amazing, so that's pretty good. He's a big man. He's a scary looking man. He is. Yes. Well, baseball. Let's hope. I would like to see Game Seven, though. Me too. Uh, yeah, you know. But, you know, I, I would like to see Cleveland win because, you know, I, I like the city. But I really love that Cubs song when they win games. I don't know it. You you don't know the Chicago Cubs song whenever they win? No. The whole place just sings the song. I usually watch on mute. Really? <laughs> and, listen to no. pod- and listen to podcasts. Or go something. Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. I like it. It's a good song. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Go Indians, though. What did you think about uh, Bill Murray's... Uh... Didn't like it. No, didn't like the Daffy Duck? <laughs> no. I, I, am I missing a reference there? Uh, he likes Daffy Duck. Okay, but there's no, like... I, I am not aware Cubs of Cubs Legacy or no. some Harry Carey thing with Daffy Duck? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, wasn't crazy about it. What did you think of Eddie Vedder? It was Okay. He harmonized with the crowd, which was awesome. Yeah, that was good. I, I would rather he sang it a bit rather than deferring to. Well, you could hear him sing it. You can. Yeah. Vince Vaughn was okay. Yeah. A lot of celebrities in Chicago going to these games. Mm-hmm. Like a crazy amount. Lady Gaga was there. Really? I didn't yeah. see Lady Gaga. Yeah. Uh, John Cusack looked distraught. Last he's 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 been <laughs> at Cubs games since. I can oh, yeah, remember. Yeah. So, I mean, he he and Bill Murray are like, they're the long, t- and Eddie Vedder, I would say, are the long-time fans that are 
or are at games even when they were shitty just a few years ago. So, you know, um, yeah, they're they're all in those guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Yes. But, yeah, I do hope there's a game seven. I'd like to see a bottom of the ninth or top of the ninth win or something. Mm-hmm. Something exciting. I witnessed an Albert Bell Grand Slam in the 11th inning at, wow. per, at the Jake, and it was hit right beside me. It was magic. Let's see if that can happen again. I hope so. But, uh, yeah, so baseball, uh, we just touched a little bit on uh, the NHL season so far. Uh, how are your Sabres? They, they won two games now in a row, so. That's good. They're not looking great. Eichel got hurt at the start of the season. which Yeah, was that's not- a drag. Was not fortunate, but like I've always said, I'm a bandwagon Sabres fan. I follow the scores. That's about it. Oh, okay. Well, if they do good, maybe I'll come around. I make no bones about that fact. Right. That's all right. As long as uh, you know, you can admit. Really, it and... the only sport that is holding my attention is the NFL. Right. And I know a lot of people are saying the NFL product is bad this year, and the games aren't as good. I still think there's n- nothing that compares sports-wise right now. I, I will watch every NFL game for the most part. Except for uh, the only thing better is, like, boxing. Boxing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> but NFL, it's been a shitty season. No team seems that great at all. Do you want to just jump into the NFL? Let's do it. All right. And we'll build up to the NBA season. We'll build up to the NBA stuff. Now, um, when we were going to record the last time, uh, I wanted to start our uh, football conversation on the uh, Miami Dolphins-Buffalo Bills game from that previous week. Which I saw coming a mile away. It was was a fantastic game. Oh, you had already given up on them. Now you're back. No, no, I've I've officially (laughs) given up on Tannehill. Okay. You said the Dolphins are scrap or something. Well, they are garbage, but I mean, they've had back-to-back games with uh, this running back who came out of nowhere and got 200-plus yards. Mm-hmm. Only the fourth running back to ever do that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty exciting. One of the others is a probable murderer, yeah. so he's in great company. Probable? What did I say? No, but you said probable, but... Probable. Never convicted, as far as I know. Right, right. I don't want to get sued. Fair enough. Allegedly, mm-hmm. he was a. Double- was he actually convicted of murder in civil court, or was it for something else? Uh, he was in in civil court. He was found guilty in their wrongful death or something like oh, that. Okay, I should know that. I watched the documentary. You should know that. And did you watch the show? No. Why not? It, it wasn't was excellent. I know. Wasn't digging it. What? I'm sorry. I will watch it at some point, but... Everybody was amazing. I think that's... The, oh, okay. Uh, I watched the first... Even day. fucking Ross Geller was great. I was not digging it. It was... I know people say it was... Uh, what's what's the word? Good? No, there was a specific... Campy or something intentionally like that, but I just wasn't... Trashy. I think it was... Trashy was a, a word that was thrown around in a good way right. with respect to that show. And I just wasn't buying it. I have Selma so Blair is Chris Jenner. I have so little time that I, I one day I might get to it. We'll see. Everyone says it's amazing. I will give it a chance one day, but I have too much stuff to watch already that it, 
it ain't fitting in. There was a, I think they filmed an extra couple of scenes with all the Kardashian girls as youngsters. Yeah, th- that stuff like that bothered me. When they were uh, watching their dad on TV and they're all chanting, Kardashian, Kardashian. Yeah, I hated that. And I think that some people like that or think there's some hidden commentary in there about, not me, not digging it. It was very good. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Bill's going down to the Dolphins. It was wonderful. I've, like, I I didn't see that. You said you saw it coming? Oh, yeah. I did not. That is a classic Bill's loss. Win four in a row, go up against a team that you should beat handedly. And no chance. No, now their record, no Rex Ryan's record in Miami. There's something one of them. It's not the Bills' record in Miami, or I think it's I Rex think... Ryan's record in Miami is terrible. No, it's pretty good. Or is it good? Yeah, because they de- destroyed them in Miami last year. Right, thirty-one nothing or thirty-one-seven. I just meant career-wise. I think it's good. Is it I good? Think it's very good. Or the Bills is very good over the last six years. But oh yeah, no that. Knew that one was coming, and then I thought they had a chance against the Patriots this weekend. They Except, did not do well. Well, their team was absolutely decimated with injuries. They had literally no one on offense, so no surprise there. And some bad defensive. Well, they play. they they won all their games without Sammy Watkins. Yeah, but then Robert Woods was hurt the week before, so right. he was a little iffy. McCoy was out this week. Uh, Goodwin was out, and then first drive. One of the replacement receivers, uh, Tate Brandon Tate, right, just dropped the ball. A perfect pass by Tyrod, so kind of set the tone. It was a little disappointing. I got absolutely soaked for the most part. Poncho did its best, but it was. His... Oh, did it piss poor rain in the first half? Oh, it, was, okay. it was raining pretty good, so it's always fun to. Were you intoxicated? Yes, of course. Right. Uh, it's always bad enough getting ruined by the Patriots now, with regularity, but to get soaked at the same time, it's just that much more fun. Were you the one that threw the dildo I'm, on the field? I'm opposite corner. Okay. Higher up. Okay. Uh, no, not opposite. Same side, but other end of the field. Because there was a dildo yes. thrown onto the field. Yes. Would you like to see a picture of it? Oh, I've seen many okay. pictures. <laughs> I love it. It's pretty good. Uh, that's a first. Yes. The Bills made all, they made TMZ, Deadspin. Do you think the fan was saying that the Bills were a bunch of cocks? No, I... Uh, Use co- it to go fuck themselves? No, co- Cousin Sal had a good joke today where he said, usually the only dildo at a Pats game is wearing a... A hoodie and a (laughs) park or something for Belichick, which I agree with. He is the worst. So, coach, huge dildo. Tom Brady's probably going to be MVP, and he missed four games. Well, if anything, I guess they were. The problem is they were good when he wasn't there, like three and one. Right. But I think it's a big enough disparity of how much better they are with him that I think it works in his favor that he wasn't there those games and. He comes back, and now it's amazing. I know in the NBA, a lot of times, a player, a team will be doing amazing, and a, a player will get hurt for a few games, and they stink, and come back, and that almost bolsters a case for MVP. So I could definitely see that with Tom Brady, but I look at, I think the second favorite is Matt Ryan right now, and I don't know. I would think Julio Jones, too. Uh, but yeah, he's been the... Uh, but- Brady was was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that game. 
Now, who's that? Uh, is it Chris Hogan? Yeah, former Bill. How long ago was he a Bill? Last season. Oh, last season. He had a good game. Yeah, well, Stephon Gilmore is the worst. I hate him so much. He's, he was not covering well at all. He hasn't at all. He's He usually gives up easy throws in front of him. Penalties, too. And a lot of penalties. Big time. So... He's playing for a contract this year. Not looking good at Gilmore. How did you feel about uh, the the roughing seemed to be pretty even? There was, I uh, think the Bills oh, yeah. had, what, a dozen penalties? I think the Pats had nine or ten. Yeah, the Patriots are unusually undisciplined this year. Even when they played in Foxborough before, there was a ton of penalties against the Patriots and bad penalties, like yes. stupid penalties. So, I I mean, from where I was, no glaring non-calls or bad calls that I can remember. It was okay. I, I, I don't have any major complaints. Did uh, did you watch? I guess you probably didn't get to see anything else that day. I watched most of the highlights and the yeah. Sunday night game. The uh, Man, the that Jim Caldwell, coach of the Lions, fucking pooched that game. Oh, I have no idea what happened. Well, I mean, they had, uh, they were, okay, so they were down a touchdown with like, uh, well, they were down 10 with like three and a half minutes to go, mm-hmm. and they got a field goal. And then uh, for some inexplicable reason, uh, they did the onside kick with like three and a half minutes to go, and then they didn't get it. So instead of punting it deep, um, they just allowed them, the other team just to march in and score again. Because they just they pooched the onside kick, which was a weird decision. But they didn't score again, did they? It ended twenty to seventeen, I thought, or twenty to thirteen. But uh, but they never got the the ball back, which was the the, the issue. I mean, it was just a an, a, a dumb decision. Hmm. I found. Okay, and he he made a couple other strange calls as well uh, during during the game, and I, and especially. Uh, it just seemed that he felt that Stafford was just going to lead them to another victory. Which he has, but it seems a little uh, presumptuous. I would think so, because mm-hmm. it is Matthew Stafford, for God's sake. And sakes. Houston's not been good. I mean, uh, no team looks that good. I don't even think the Patriots look that good. They are beatable. Yes. And Every <laughs> team seems beatable to me. Brock Osweiler looks so odd on the field, just because oh, he's, yeah, he's so fucking tall. He's, well, what is he, like six foot? Six, I think. I think he's taller. Yeah? I think he's six foot Did eight. you see the fumble where he threw a fumble? Yes. I don't know if that should be a fumble, but it was funny. What was that, oh, what was that weird play in the in the Bills game where Tyra did the pitch out and then uh, Buddy went, threw it backwards? It was, oh, it was in the it was fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah, it was Reggie Bush. Right, right, right. It was just dumb. I Which I, I didn't realize. <laughs> I, I guess I had forgotten he was on the Bills. Yeah, it was so a, did they just make like a big trade? Did did the Bills get Reggie Bush and Guy Incognito? <laughs> and then uh, the Dolphins got Mario Williams? Uh, no, I think they were all separate signings. Oh, okay. Or the Bills released Mario Williams. Dolphins signed him. I think Reggie Bush's contract was up. He was a very late signing. Right. Close to the I think he's been somewhere else in between. I'm not sure. Could have been. Yeah, uh, the Dallas-Philly game was really good last night. I said, Dak, I said no more Tony when we made our predictions. Yeah. Although the games haven't 
been great. I really like waking up in the morning and watching football. I like, like the, the London, London games. games. Yeah. Well, the last one was good. The tie? Yeah. I didn't get to watch it. I was en route to uh, Ralph Wilson Stadium, but it was uh, 27-27. Not bad. I like... Uh... I just know I like you know like yes yesterday was was a great day for me because I got up and I watched the uh, the Washington Football Club the Bengals and then I watched uh, and that ended right and then I watched the Bills and the Pats mm-hmm. and then that ended and then I watched uh, what did I watch after that Green Bay Atlanta. Or Denver, San Diego? No. I watched... Uh, did I watch hockey? I forget what I watched now. No, I watched the Laker game. Oh, okay. And uh, Lakers and OKC. And then uh, and then I flipped between the World Series and, the, uh, and Hell in a Cell, the pay-per-view. I saw a lot of tweeting about that. It, uh, it was a great day. I... I got back from the Bills game completely exhausted. Yeah, well, yes. And wet. Slept for a bit. Damp. Yeah, it was very cold. And then uh was like in a zombie-like state from 8 till 12 and went to bed. So Those, how- after the Bills games, I'm just like, I am literally a zombie. Well, I would think so because <laughs> you got What time do you get up to go down there? 7.30. 7.30. And you leave... What time do you arrive in Buffalo? Usually 10.30. 10.30 for a 1 o'clock game. Yeah, or, or 10 o'clock, yeah. All right, so 10 o'clock, and then you tailgate? Yeah, we well, we pick up some food at Wegmans usually, and then have, have some drinks, eat. Nothing, spe- nothing special. What time do you go into the stadium? It varies. This week we went in twelve thirty, I think, relatively early. I usually go in later. I just like to crush a few outside the stadium. Oh wow! Last second, and then head in. Pretty mild this week. <laughs> so, what do you get at Wegmans usually? Uh whack wing. Oh, like from the, like the hot counter. Yeah, we get a bun- bunch of different stuff. Everyone is kind of on their own. Oh, I no, see. It's nothing special. Nothing. You don't, but like, it's very good. You don't do your own like cooking out there no, or anything no. like that. It's pretty messy. Do other people do that? They do actually. Speaking of the house fire, it didn't happen. But the week before, or the last Bills game, the Forty ers game, in the parking lot, there was a guy, and he started barbecuing in the back of his hatchback. Oh no! And the flames were going up, like in his car, and they must have been scorching the top of his car. Like I was a complete moron. Unbelievable. In the hatchback. Yeah, like in the truck he was barbecuing. What the hell? <laughs> it was one of those little like propane barbecues, but he was doing it inside the truck. That's a bad decision. A very, very poor decision. We used to we used to barbecue and stuff like that. It's not worth the hassle. No. And preparation required. So uh now that we are let's see, what week uh we just finished week eight? Yes. Well, it's finishing tonight. Right. Who's on tonight? Chicago and Minnesota. In Chicago. Bears are not good. No, they're winning right now, though. Are they really? Yeah, 3 nothing. That's not that big of a deal. No. I'm, I, don't, I don't know if Minnesota's for real yet. I'm not sure they are either. That's why I, 
the Patriots are very good, definitely beatable. And the NFC, like Dallas is probably the best team, and they are definitely beatable. Green Bay is just so, like, unpredictable. They're, they're fucked. I don't know what to make of that team. Same with Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's good, but like sometimes they look so bad. That 6-6 game? Well, yeah, Bill Seattle this week should be interesting, Monday Night Football. And then in Seattle. Uh, I'm not worried. No, but I mean, like, oh, if you nice could go. Oh, yeah, for sure. Game, yeah. But it is, it's anyone's season. I don't believe in the Raiders at all. So when we were making our predictions uh, eight weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, the AFC East, I believe we both picked New England. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going well. Did you... I said the Jets were going to be shit. I said that as well. And uh, I didn't think the Dolphins were going to be good. Did you think the Bills were going to be good at the start? I thought 9-7. and seven. Hmm. That might still happen. I think so. Because they're, what, 4-4? Four and four? Yeah. And then... Uh, I had Pittsburgh making it out of the AFC. AFC... Oh, that's right. So AFC North, you had Pittsburgh... Uh, I think I had Pittsburgh or the... I can't remember if I, I had, had Pittsburgh the or the Bengals. I think I, think I had the Bengals. And uh, they've been pretty inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the Ravens are very good. No. Cleveland is not good. Uh, AFC South, uh, Houston's, they're not as good as their record says. No. Neither is Indies. Indies should be Well, they're what, worse. three and five? I think four and four. Did they win on Sunday? No, they lost they to Kansas lost. So City. they're three and five. Yes, they are. And I actually think they're worse than three and five. They could very well be. They're terrible. Tennessee's not good. Jacksonville's no. not good. Nope. Uh, All of the West is good. We did say that Oakland, we weren't on board with Oakland, but they are in first. Mm-hmm. They've played a lot of bad teams, though. Denver, I said, would be terrible. Who were Buffalo's wins against? Arizona, San Francisco, St. Louis, and... St. Louis. Louis. Or Los Angeles, and the Patriots. So the Patriots, when they were playing their third-string quarterback, yeah, the Rams are not good. 49ers aren't good. Arizona is okay. No one's good. It's the no. NFL. So I mean, like, like, you know, have they really beaten anybody good yet? The Texans went into New England and lost thirty-one to nothing, right? Against Jacoby Brissett. That's so it's Houston, a, it's not like a. Like the Bills dominated them with him. So I think that's a mildly impressive win. San Diego's actually surprised me. Mm-hmm. I did not think they would be where they are. And uh, KC, they're also 5-2, and two, right? Yeah, that division is going to be pretty tight. I think I picked KC out of that division. Me too. Uh, NFC East. Um, I, think, I think I picked the Giants. You did? But all the teams aren't... I mean, Dallas is good, but I mean... Philly and Washington, the Giants, they're not bad. No, I definitely picked Dallas, though. And I picked Green Bay for the next division. That division's awful. Yeah, Detroit, they're 4-4 four four as well. Chicago's bad. Biggest uh, surprise, though. Carolina is the worst. Yeah, that's a huge surprise. Like, that they're, they're that aw- bad. They're awful. What are they? 2-5. Uh, 2-5? Two and five. Two and five? Yeah. Uh, New Orleans, they're 3-4. and four. That was They had a good comeback game. Mm-hmm. They're shit. They're shit, too. Though. They are shit, but <laughs> I like Drew Brees. I do, too. Um, 
Tampa Bay is better than I thought they would be. And uh, Atlanta, man, I don't know. The the NFC South just isn't that good. Yeah, no division. <laughs> it's crazy. The West, like, yeah. It is very weird. This is the Seattle's, weirdest. Seattle's beatable. Arizona's beatable. The Rams are bad. 49ers are terrible. Awful. You know, I still saying, love watching. They're saying ratings are down. Um, a number of reasons. I mean, uh, uh, I think the teams in the World Series have a lot to do with it. You know, I mean, if it was like, uh, you know, if it was a, a Blue Jays, San Francisco Giants World Series, you know, the ratings for baseball would not be very good. Could be. I would agree. They'd definitely be worse. No, no disagreements there. I honestly, I th- there's not a lot of, to my knowledge, bankable stars in the NFL right now. It's not like in the NBA where it feels like a lot of teams have, you know, a marketable star. I mean, I don't feel that way about the NFL at all right now. A lot of injuries, tons of injuries. Yeah, like, and, you know, Rodgers hasn't been great. No. Breeze hasn't been great. I mean, Brady missed four games. I mean, you know, Manning retired. I mean, those are the those are the guys that... Uh, but in all honesty, that's what I like about the NFL. All, different players step up every week. It's You never know what's going to happen. And I even everyone said the NFL reached a low with that Seattle-Arizona tie. I thought that game was awesome. That was the most entertaining 6-6 game I've ever seen. <laughs> like guys jumping over lines to block field goals. Like There was big hits, good defense. I mean, I watch a lot of Bills games that are w- way more boring than that. I, I I thought that game got a bad rap. I thought it was a good tie. Pretty exciting. The um, A lot of missed field goals, a lot of missed extra points. That's mm-hmm. been a big story this year, too. I love that. It just gives it that little wrinkle. Teams are going for two more. It's just, it's more interesting. Nothing is a given. I hate in sports when things become given, like, oh, extra point. Why are we even doing this? Right. Uh, so I'm all for that stuff. Does not bother me at all. And I like that the the new touchback 25-yard line is having the reverse effect that they thought, that a lot of teams are kicking to the one. Right. And a lot of like big plays within the 10 yard line on kickoffs and I'm loving it. I'm in. I am so like NBA. I don't even know if, how much I'll watch until football's done. Right. That's normal for you. Although, isn't Not it? Really. Mostly because my team's a hunk of shit, but right. <laughs> right. Well, we'll get to, we'll yeah. get to see how shitty they are. So let's just go over. So, uh, week nine, that's next week. Arizona has a bye. Uh, let's uh, Chicago's points. got a bye. Cincinnati's got a bye. Man, a lot of teams have a bye. Mm-hmm. Houston's got a bye. Uh, New England's on the bye. And Washington. And you said, who's, who's Buffalo play? Seattle. In yeah. Seattle. Monday night. Yes. Monday night football. Bills. Tyron Taylor. He's amazing. You think so? I really do. Is he as good as Tannehill? Oh, way better. <laughs> he does not panic at all. He has avoided so many sacks. He was... who? Where was he back up before? Baltimore. Baltimore, right, right, right. I love Tyrod Taylor. Without him, this team would be a disaster. You don't, you don't want E.J. Manuel back in? No. no. 
I absolutely love that guy. He is going to be amazing. Who's the other? Give him one more res- receiver, please. Who's the other running back that uh, CJ Spiller? Spiller. He he's was on, a Bill. Yeah, he just on. got cut the other day. Oh, really? He was on the Seahawks. I yeah, he just got cut. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring him back to fill in for uh, McCoy. How long is McCoy out? Uh, I'm not sure. Is he's, it minor? He's day-to-day pretty much, but Gillisley's awesome too. I'm, I have no problems with Gillisley playing. So what was your favorite part of the game on Sunday? Uh, let's see. Probably Tyrod's touchdown run. It was excellent. Well, the Dolphins have the Jets. We could be tied with the Bills. Mm, yes, you can. You probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's. I think the Bills have a chance, but very tough to win in Seattle. So, so they. I'm, Se- I'm not optimistic. So they got Seattle. Then they're on a bye. Then they're at Cincinnati. That's a winnable game. Mm-hmm. Home to Jacksonville. That's a winnable game. At Oakland, that could be tough. Uh, home to Pittsburgh. That's a tough game. See what the Roethlisberger situation's yeah. at then. Uh, home to Cleveland. That's a win. Uh, home to Miami. Probably a win. I can't see the Dolphins beating them again. And then... Uh, at Jets. At the Jets. Finish off the season. So we're looking at... Uh, let's see. So we'll we'll say lost for Seattle. I'm going to say lost to the Bengals. Uh, beat Jacksonville. Beat Oakland. Lose to Pittsburgh, beat Cleveland, so they could go. They could go five and three in their last eight, which would put them at what nine, nine and seven. seven. Wow, there you go. <laughs> it's looking that way. So the Dolphins are four and four. Mm-hmm. Is that right? No, three no, and three four. and four. Sorry, correct because they're on a bye. So they got the Jets next week. So that's probably a win at San Diego. Probably a loss uh, at Rams. They could probably beat the Rams. Home to San Fran, they'll probably beat them. Uh, Baltimore, that's a toss-up. Arizona, probably a loss. At the Jets, probably a win. And the Buffalo, and they finish off with New England. So, probably an 8-8. Eight eight eight. Eight. Yeah. 8-8. Eight 7-9. Eight. Yeah. Something like that. Unless uh, they get a couple of... Well, unless... Uh, what's his name? Jay Ajayi? Ajayi? Yeah. Unless uh, he continues to uh, run like the wind. He was hurt last game, so... He did get uh, hurt at the end, right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if he'll be back after the bye, but I don't think they're sure yet. If I had a couple of friends ask me if they because uh, they should put him in their fantasy, and I said, well, if it depends on if they're playing a team that's got a terrible run defense, that's I the, would put him in. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to buy a Jay Ajayi jersey? No, I think I'm just going to stick with my Dante Culpepper. All right. Yeah. You can't fuck with the classics. I might uh, go way back and get like uh, one of the Marx Brothers. At least like Mike Wallace. They shouldn't have let him go. Where's he? Now? I think he's in Baltimore. Mm, he's doing good. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's the NFL so far. Mm-hmm. I think our predictions are pretty much even. Lots of good. Lots of bad. Yes. As they always are. NBA season. So you're not excited about this NBA season yet? Oh, absolutely not. Have you watched any games? Yep. Oh, you have? Yeah. I watched uh, the second half. Well, yeah, the second half of Spurs Warriors, second half of Pelicans Warriors, a bit of the the games on Saturday night, here and there. And I just, when we were preparing for this show, I was looking at the rosters 
seeing who's out there, every team is terrible. I, I, I'm, I know everyone is saying this. It's like a three team race in this league and it's so boring. Uh, I'm just not interested in anything. It's like, it's the good teams got better. The bad teams got worse and it's just, there's nothing to be excited about. I, I don't know. It's, I'll agree with that. It's awful. Yes, I would agree with that assessment. The good teams got better. And uh, not a lot of else has really happened. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, a team I am mildly excited about is Utah. I think they've kind of stayed the course with some of their good players. And I, I like that team. But Bulls are mildly interesting in the Knicks with like the major overhauls there. But overall, it's more of the same, just building up to Cavs, Warriors, Spurs. I think you can get, like, I think they were telling you, you get plus 130 odds to bet on anyone but the Warriors to win the NBA championship. Right. Which is just so boring. What is the point? But I will get into it. I do not think they're going to win the title. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you about Utah. I mean, uh, they had some bad injuries last year. And uh, I think this year uh, they'll be pretty good defensively. They got a good coach. I think they'll be better. Um, what else am I looking forward to? I mean, I guess I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how teams, you know, play against the Warriors. Yeah, even uh, Phoenix. uh had a pretty good game against them yesterday. So it seems like teams are showing up and they are not shooting the three ball that well so far this season. So you can't expect that to last that long. I just, uh, the every year, like I'm looking at all these teams and they've all stayed bad. Miami got worse. Hornets stayed about the same. Pistons about the same. Bulls, drastic changes. I don't think they're that good though. I mean, the Pacers definitely improved in some respects. I actually think the Hawks are going to be better this year without Teague. There was a lot of issues with him and uh, passing the ball and bad chemistry on that team. Although you sub in Dwight Howard, who is not notorious for good chemistry. <laughs> but I, I have a good feeling about that team. Raptors stood pat, essentially. People seem to be high on Houston and James Harden. I do not understand that for the life of me. They're basically last year's Pelicans. But with James Harden instead of Anthony Davis, I, I don't have any reason to care about that team. Uh, I watched the Pelicans last year, and they were terrible. So why would that change? Uh, I, honestly, you should be excited. The Lakers have an exciting team. I am excited about that. No more Kobe acting like a, an idiot all the time. And this team can actually the goat learn how to play and play together. And I think they're going to be really good. I, I regret... Not putting them higher, and no, I don't think I don't think they're going to win a lot of games this year. I think this is the year that they just get everybody playing. You know, Randall gets uh, you know a full season. He's kind of like one of the damn team leaders right now. Randall looks good. Yeah, and uh, I think Ingram. You know, they're bringing him in along slowly. Russell's good. Clarkson's good. Um, Timofey Mozgov is playing well. They got Luol Dang as another veteran. Meta world peace. <laughs> well, I mean, the Clippers, 
right? They're basically the same team. Yep. And part of me is like, it hasn't worked for the last four years. Why would it work now? But before Chris Paul's injury against the Warriors, they were playing very well. And if that team comes back, I mean, they have a chance. I, I wouldn't rule them out, but most teams I really would rule out. I think uh, the Pelicans-Lakers games this year are going to be pretty exciting to watch. They could be. I, I mean, thus far, Anthony Davis has been pretty spectacular, but the team is shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... So what do you think about Russell Westbrook? I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that the beginning of the year that they thought he was going to win the MVP. Uh, some of the play people thought that he was going to, like... Uh, you know, not play that well because he wants to leave too. But um, oh. I think he's, I, I think he's probably going to leave, but I think he's pretty pissed off. Oh, I think he's going to play really well. Yeah. I, if I was a coach, I wouldn't necessarily love the way he's playing, but no. you don't have much of a choice. And to be fair, Adams and some of the other guys built around him, they're not guys who demand the ball that much either. No. So it, it could work out. I, I have them making the playoffs. 100 points, 30 rebounds, 30 assists in three games. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, his shooting percentage is not great. I think what the one game he was 17 for 44. That's Kobe territory. Yeah, that's awful. Yes. And, I mean, when Anthony Davis scored 50, he shot 50% from the floor. and That's pretty good. Yeah. And that's not including the Russell Westbrook missed shots that he got bailed out with foul calls, too. Sure. Which... There are a lot of, and I, I watched that Pelicans Warriors games and it is gross in the third quarter Pelicans are winning. And all of a sudden the most ticky tack bullshit fouls are getting called against the Pelicans. And I just, I never ever see it go the other way. Even when they, I'm not talking just against Pelicans, Golden State watching them against other teams. They do the same shit and never get called. And it's gross. And, uh, I think Golden State, I know, I agree with what everyone says. Uh, KD essentially is a better version of Harrison Barnes, a, a way better version of Harrison Barnes, but I don't think this team is going to be that good. And I think there will be ego issues, finally. And I think that loss to the Spurs opening night, that was pretty telling. I think the so. The Spurs are ready to play. And I think. Oh, yeah. Like, and Pop has got those guys focused. This, and and adding Gasol, that's unbelievable. He is the perfect spur. Oh yes, absolutely perfect. He complains about everything. He flops, and yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, he is. He is. He's Duncan. Yeah, only way better. Yeah, like Duncan in his prime. I, I mean, Duncan was good two years ago, but last year clearly the wheels had fallen off. Yes. He, he didn't play in the playoffs. But Paul Gasol is the perfect player for that team. So I think Spurs are going to be number one in the West, and I think they're going to be very, very good. And even against the the Warriors, Simmons, yeah. like a second-year player, was dominant. The guy was amazing, playing his heart out. So, Well, everybody's going to be pretty motivated to beat the Warriors. Yeah. I mean, more so than last year. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm not looking forward to the joke that is the Knicks. I am. I like the Knicks. But they're I, not going to be good. I think they are. I I think... Noah 
I Rose. Think I love Noah. Noah is one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion. Plays every aspect of the game. Cares. I love him on this team. I love Porzingis. I love Porzingis. I like. I love Carmelo Anthony as well. I've always but, hated him. Yeah. But if he can just learn, that's what I would name my firstborn, Carmelo Anthony. Oh, <laughs> Gaspari. <laughs> Sounds very Italian. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see. I, albeit, I have not watched any Knicks games this year, so I don't know if how they're playing as a team, as a, as a unit, but. If they can do it, I, I, for some reason, I got a good vibe about that team. I don't think they're going to be very good. I mean, and uh, I love Phil. You know, I don't want to see him uh, tarnish his legacy. I mean, he's kind of tarnishing it. He kind of is. If, if you're so good and this team is so great, step on the floor, Phil. Coach this team. Yeah. Show why you have a letter X on your hat. Like who's, wh- who's coaching now? Uh, was it? Oh, uh, d- was it Hornacek? Is that who they hired? I don't know. It was supposed to be what Rambus, and then who did they end up with? <laughs> I have no idea. Van Gundy? No, I wish. I can't believe I can't remember who's. Co- Is it Hornacek? Hornacek, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I think they'll be good. Not. Not really good, mind you. I mean, I look at the East, and no one right. seems really good. Uh, it just seems so boring. Cavs, number one. Celts, number two. Raptors, probably three. And then a, a crapshoot from four to ten, just sure. like last year. What do you uh, What do you think about uh, the Rockets? Houston? Yeah. I think they're going to be terrible. You think they're going to be terrible? Yeah. I, I don't have them making the playoffs. I think they're going to be terrible as well. I just missed my ultra bold prediction last year of them missing the playoffs by literally one game. And I, I, I think they actually will make the playoffs, but uh, I, I don't think they're going to be that great. I mean, uh, you know, Harden is Harden, but uh, they did lose to the Lakers. My, my ultra bold prediction concerning the Rockets is they had got Eric Gordon from the Pelicans. Right. He leads the league in three-pointers. Yeah? Yeah. It would just prove what, like, if it seems so obvious, he did not care at all about playing for the Pelicans. He would be hurt all the time. He was awful. And I, it just it feels so right that he's going to switch teams and actually care and play hard, and he's going to be amazing this year. Do you think the Eastern Conference is going to be more entertaining than the Western because of well, the parity of teams? In a weird way, I like the th- the three best teams to me. Well, three of the best four are in the West, right? But I actually see a lot of similarities between the two conferences now. Where in the past the West would be like ten, you know, three amazing teams and ten. Really good teams right. who would probably be second in the Eastern Conference. I am not seeing that so much this year. For me, like anywhere from four down to eleven would not surprise me. Like right. they're they're about equal talent to me from with four to ten of the East. And do you uh, think? Uh, so do you think the East will be better? Because last year it was shit. I think it's still not great, but I think right. the West got shittier. Right. All around. Um, and you think the Clippers, not great. They're they're my top three. In the they're West. in the top I, three. Yes. 
even though they made no changes. Yes. And it's so weird to me. Like everyone says the Pel or the, the Clippers, oh, they complain too much, they whine too much, like the refs hate them, the refs hate Chris Paul, which I get. But I I don't know why that wasn't the case when Doc Rivers coached the Celtics mm -hmm. and they used to complain the exact same amount, if not more, with Pierce and Garnett. I understand why one version is okay and the refs uh, he's a good coach. He's earning calls for his team, and now he's a whiner. He's been the same guy the whole time. Sure. What's the difference? Oh, one's the Celtics, one's the Clippers. Speaking of Doc, I would love to watch a remake of My Dinner with Andre <laughs> with Doc mean? Rivers and Dikemi Mutombo. <laughs> Did you say this before? I don't believe so. No? I thought you... I, I do Maybe. like... I, I made My Dinner with Andre references with other things. Okay. But not in this particular one. He's very hoarse. So is Dikembe. Yeah. I like Dikembe. Um, big surprise. Timberwolves be good or no? Are you not on board with the Timberwolves good. yet? I don't have them making the playoffs. So Surprisingly, the team I thought would be the worst in the whole league is 2-1 and one so far. Well, not worse in the whole league. Definitely worse in the West. Actually, no. That's my bold, ultra-bold prediction. Sacramento, dead last in the NBA. Okay. Um, biggest disappointments this year in the NBA? Like, I'm who, assuming... who will be the biggest disappointment? Yeah, what's going to be the... What do you think are going to be the biggest dis disappointments? I'm assuming you think New Orleans is going to be a pretty big disappointment for you. Oh, yeah. I had them making the playoffs as of last Tuesday. Right. Not so sure anymore. <laughs> well, they're fucked, man. They, like, Drew Holiday's out the first... Well, who knows how long. Right. His wife has a, like, a brain tumor. And then Tyreek Evans, he's not playing. Omar Ashik is a disaster. So it's it's not looking good. But Anthony Davis has been absolutely phenomenal. So I wouldn't say the Nets are going to be disappointing because they're going to be bad. I, yeah, exactly. You expect the 76ers to be bad, Nets to be bad, Orlando still to be bad, Miami. What do you think? What, what do you think about the Bulls? I have them just missing or making the playoffs. I feel like that team will overperform. It could, yes. Uh, LeBron, MVP? Not for me. Not for you? No. Who's your MVP? Kawhi Leonard. Huh. You going to make a wager on that? No. No. It's probably pretty good odds. Could be. I think Spurs will win the West easily, mm -hmm. and I think uh, Kawhi will be your MVP. Steph Curry, no? Good season or no? Big drop-off? I think if it there might be a drop-off, but in all honesty, I think it'll be like uh, an intentional drop-off. Like I think he's a team player, and he will do what he has to do to make Kevin Durant fit on that team. And I did see him chuck, chuck some garbage threes. Some went in, so to be fair, he, he's still good. Uh, but I... I there will be a drop-off, but I, I don't think it's because he got worse. I think it's it would be a choice on his part to involve other teammates. So Kawhi's your MVP, though? Yeah. Huh. Who's your rookie of the year? Mm, I didn't have one, but I would guess Embiid. Unless he gets hurt. Well, he's looked pretty good so far. and Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, because he didn't play a game last year, so I think he qualifies for... Rookie of the year. So you don't think Westbrook MVP? No. I don't think they'll be good enough. And 
if if they somehow shock and like finish third or or win that division somehow, possibly yes. Who's winning the Atlantic division? Raptors or Celtics? Celtics for sure. I guess we haven't talked about the Celtics. They are one of the teams that definitely got better. Well, without yeah. Horford by, they, they, by a long shot. Yeah, I mean they were they won how many games last year? Quite a few, I think. Yeah. forty six or forty seven. Yeah, and then, then they added Al Horford. Yeah, and I think they uh, they were really good last year. They were one of the teams that beat the the Warriors, and I think ended their winning streak last year. So Lakers beat the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, I think Celtics will be very good. They're probably the only team that will potentially threaten the Cavs in the East in the playoffs. So Celtics winning the Atlantic, all right? I would agree with that. Um, Central Cavs. Yep, easily, obviously. Southeast winner Atlanta. Uh, I have Atlanta. Yes, I think they're going to be better this year. And I kind of have a good feeling about Dwight Howard. Really? Mm-hmm. And this—they are two and zero right now. I'm just. I had a good feeling about this team. With uh, I right, thought the so, Wizards are ba- so far bad. I thought they were going to be pretty close to the Hawks. Who's your, who's finishing first in the East? Cavs? Cavs, for sure. Who do you have number two? Celtics. Celtics. That's what I have. Who's your number three? Raptors. Oh, the Wizards are number three. Yeah? Yeah. Your hmm. Raptors at four. Then Hawks. You have Hawks at four? Mm-hmm. Uh, then Wizards. I've got the Pacers at five. I've got the Knicks at six. Who's, who do you have? You have Wizards, Wizards at, at five. five. Knicks six. Pacers seven. I, I got I got the Hawks at six. I don't. Everyone's gung ho on the Pacers. I I did not see it. I like everyone's acting like like they got Jeff Teague and Thaddeus Young, and all of a sudden they're going to be amazing. I I don't think so. Uh, Miles Turner was really good in the playoffs, though. So, who do you have at seven? Pacers. Pacers. I've got uh, the Heat at seven, and then I've got the Bucks at at eight, and possibly the Bulls. At yeah, nine. I, I again, I was thinking Bulls, Bucks at eight. I couldn't decide. People seem to be really high on the Pistons too, but I, I look, yeah. at, I look at their roster, and I just don't see it. I know they were good last year, and. Stan Van Gundy is a good coach, but I'm not buying that. Charlotte's not going to be good. Orlando's not going to be good. Pistons, I'm not sure about. Um, Sixers will be bad. Nets will be bad. Yeah. Every team is bad. The league shit. So the only difference we have is uh, I have the Heat in and you have the Knicks in. Mm-hmm. I could easily see that flip-flopping. Yeah. that's it. Uh, yeah, I did actually f- flip-flop those exact things. Uh, so who do you have winning the Northwest? Northwest, uh, Portland. Portland over OKC, eh? Mm-hmm. By a lot. I can't believe OKC is 3-0. Well, good for them. Uh, Pacific, will it be Golden State? Yes. And, uh, Southwest, Spurs? Yep. Easily. Easily. I think the ultra-bowl prediction... They beat Golden State's record for wins last year. That's an ultra bold prediction. So number one, you have Spurs. Mm-hmm. That's who I have too. And I have Golden State at number two. Me too. Uh, number three, I have. 
Oh, no, sorry. I don't have Portland. I have Utah winning their division. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, I have OKC. Number three. Four, I have the the Clippers. I have Utah. Five, I have Houston. Okay. I have Portland. Five. uh, Six, I've got Memphis. I have Dallas. I think Dallas is going to be good. I, I know their shit right now. I don't know why. I feel like Harrison Barnes is going to be good. Seven, I have Utah. I have Oklahoma City. And eight, I couldn't decide if I wanted Phoenix at eight. Phoenix. But I think I picked the Pelicans and finished eighth. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I deeply regret yeah. it. Uh, I, I still have some hope for that I didn't, team. I didn't, I'm, I'm not with the Dallas at all. Well, the Pelicans drafted Buddy Ild, and he's like a Kobe-type player. So you're pretty excited about that. <laughs> no, I see him not like – I don't remember Kobe being amazing his first year. Like, I, I – I see him like needing some time to develop, and yeah, Minnesota would be another long shot I could see making the playoffs just because of Tom Thibodeau, right? Um, and a lot of young talent. Yeah, they. Yeah. Tom Thibodeau could make that team amazing. Isn't it Tim Thibodeau? No. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think for a second. Denver is surprisingly playing pretty well. I, they are winning right now in Toronto, so I don't know. I maybe I'll get more excited. Maybe what seems to be a season that is almost predestined will unfold, and some teams will be much better than we anticipated, and make it make it an interesting season. But out of the gate, I just I can't remember my interest level in an NBA season being so low. So Eastern Conference Finals prediction. Uh, Cavs over Celtics. That's what I have. Mm-hmm. And Western Conference Finals prediction? Uh, Spurs over Warriors, I guess. That's what I have. And then for your NBA championship? Spurs over Cavs. Me too. Wow. We rarely ever agree at that point. <laughs> I know. I just, the Spurs seem so good to me. Well, like they, they've got a ton of good players. I mean, they've got Aldridge. And they've got Leonard, and they've got Gasol. They still have Tony Parker, and they still have uh, Manu, and they've got the best coach in the NBA. Yeah, they lost Tim Duncan, yeah. and they lost Boris Dio. Now, Boris Dio's good, but, I mean, they got David Lee. Yes. He's a somewhat adequate. David Lee's pretty good. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I think even for David Lee... Popovich will demand pretty, like, I think he'll demand good defense from him, or at least coach him to decent defense. I think so. They're 4-0. They are going to dominate. Absolutely dominate. And uh, he knows how to rest his players, too. Mm-hmm. And they can afford to do that. And they're at a point where their best players don't need rest. No. Like, Tony Parker might need a bit, and Manu Ginobili, but these are not... they're. St- like, I mean, game one, they went in to Golden State. And destroyed them. And won. It's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> that was a statement game. 
So I, when I saw that game that night, I had already emailed emailed myself Spurs winning it all. That just made me feel so good. I bet it did. Give me a nice warm fuzzy. Mm. Nice. Well, let's uh, let's continue with some NBA. You want to play a little game of uh, real or fake? Yeah, I was very excited when you uh, tweeted at me that don't look. Rest assured, I would never look at Magic Johnson's <laughs> tweets ever. <laughs> the I, most <laughs> entertaining thing on so Twitter. You never have to worry about me cheating at this game. <sighs> They're so fucking great, though, man. All right, so the way uh, if you haven't uh, heard us do this, I went into magic johnson's twitter account over the last two months or so and i pulled out 10 tweets um and uh well i I wrote down 10 tweets and you have to tell me which ones are actual magic johnson tweets or which ones that i made up because they're all insane (laughs) (laughs) ready yes absolutely all right number one I watched Russell Russell Westbrook record another triple-double tonight against the Lakers with 33 points, 12 rebounds, and 16 assists after scoring 51 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists on Friday. Fake. Real. Wasn't it over the character limit? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was the giveaway. Uh, It was 33P, 12R. Oh, shit. You got to tell me that. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't right. Second one. There were some amazing college football games on Saturday. I watched Wisconsin's 23-17 OT win over Nebraska. Real. Real. Number three. Newsflash. The Golden State Warriors, to me, are not as good as last year's team because of their defense and their bench. Fake. Real. Oh, my God. (laughs) They all real. I watched two college football powerhouse programs go at it and Clemson's come from behind win over Florida State. Real. Real. <laughs> Four reels out of the gate, eh? Interesting. Laker Nation. Tough stretch for the Lakers after the loss to OKC last night with games versus the Pacers, Hawks, and then the Warriors on Friday. Fake. Real. Are they all real? <laughs> no. <laughs> Next one. Kevin Durant is playing great for the Warriors and should be in MVP conversation, averaging 31 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists. Real. Real. (laughs) I'm impressed with the Chicago Bulls starting Rondo, Butler, Wade, and MCW off the bench. They have the third best group of guards in the league. Real. Real. NBA fans... LeBron James and Steph Curry will have some competition for MVP this year from Russell Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard. Real. Real. (laughs) I'm going all real. Laker Nation. I'm excited to see how the new look Lakers will play under new coach Luke Walton. Fake. Fake. Nailed it. (laughs) Fake. Last one. I don't know if I can get through this one. <laughs> Went home after church and watched the Saints beat the Seahawks and the Fulton's comeback win over the Packers. Real. <laughs> There's no way you would laugh that hard at your own thing. <laughs> That's the most insane shit that he tweets. He just he just 
tweets when he's watching on <laughs> television. It's so bad. Oh, my God. How many followers does this dummy have? Oh, probably like six million or something stupid. Magic Johnson. He's the best. And he tweets so much. 3.23 million followers. The last one today was, Happy Halloween, everyone. Have fun and be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. He's a crazy person. I love it. It's so good. That was fun. That was a good time. Uh, Let's do some balls around the world. How do you feel about that? Give it to me. The headline of this story. Sausage throwers duke it out at Black Pudding Championship. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This year's World World Black Pudding Throwing Championships. It's a hundred-year-old tournament centered around hurling blood sausage. (laughs) This is a, a thing. Competition was held a couple weeks ago in northern English village of Ramsbottom. So are you throwing a single sausage? You're hurling blood sausage, yes. Each contestant had three chances to knock as many six-and-a-half-pound Yorkshire puddings off a plinth oh, as I possible okay, by throwing okay. black pudding at them. Okay. So the sausages are on something, and you're throwing black pudding at them. Oh, I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was bowls of black pudding that you're hurling sausages at. To knock them off, like a survivor challenge. Well, the black pudding is the sausage. Right. And you're throwing your at Yorkshire puddings. Oh, okay. Which right. are set up on yeah, this okay. thing. And How uh, far? What's the distance? Doesn't say. No? No. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so this town is uh, just outside of Manchester. So the winner, a fellow named Gavin, 50 years old. Uh, he was the first person to throw, and he actually took down the title by knocking down three puddings. Good for him. It's great. They must be pretty far then. I would say so, yes. Uh, thousands of people head to the town. Tradition of uh, throwing pudding dates back to the 15th century War of the Roses. And according to local lore, troops who ran out of ammunition resorted to throwing Yorkshire and black puddings at each other. I like that. A little historical significance. Yeah. Have you ever had Yorkshire pudding? Yes. It's delicious. It's good, yeah. Have you ever had black pudding? Like blood sausage? Yeah. No. It's congealed pig's blood. Yeah, my grandpa used fat to. Fat and rusk encased in a pig intestine. Yeah, my grandpa used to make it. Never wanted to eat it? No. Is your grandpa Croatian? Yes. Oh. I didn't know that was big there. I don't know if it is, but he, he loved it. But you would never have it? No. Uh, oh, man. Another, we had another uh, huge event uh, just last weekend. North American Wife Carrying Championships took place once again. The Wife Carrying Championships? Yeah. Where, where was this? Uh, this year was in Maine. Mm-hmm. So let me guess. You carry your wife. Yes. For a long distance. 44 uh, couples uh, put their relationship to the test by running through an obstacle course. Includes log hurdles, sand traps, and mud. Hmm. Now, there's different ways to carry your wife. You could carry it like uh, you're rescuing them as a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over um, the shoulder. Or you could carry them over the shoulder, yes. Uh, some people do like uh, the electric chair. It's a wrestling move where basically they, you sit on the shoulder. Like oh, okay, sit okay. on yeah. their shoulders. Like how kids will sit on a parent's shoulders. Right. Or like um, pool fights. But the most popular one is if uh, 
your wife standing in front of you, and you bend forward, right? And put your head between your wife's legs and then stand up. And so you're holding her legs over your shoulders and her face is at your small back. Really? Yes. That kind of makes sense. That's the most popular one because then uh, you can move your legs Mm -hmm. better that way and the weight is more distributed. So, uh, yeah, so it's a 278-yard course. You have to be 21 to enter. And uh, uh, the winner was a couple from Westbrook, Maine. Had the top time of 59.18 seconds. And uh, you win cash plus your wife's weight in beer. Yeah, a little risk-reward incentive there. So they got 11 cases of Goose Island Oktoberfest beer and $665. The amount of cash is equal to five times the weight of your wife. Hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Now, now these people have actually now qualified for the World Wife Carrying Championships, which is in Finland. Next summer. Might have to make her a little road trip. You got to get yourself a wife first. Oh, I just want to watch. Oh. <laughs> you can carry Sean Dwyer. Put him in a wig. I'll do it. He's a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Sean Dwyer. Oh. He sent us a sack time he question. Managed, he mentioned this. Oh, did he? Yeah. All right. So uh, you can always ask uh, your questions or send us your comments. Email us, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send them through Twitter, uh, at balljunkpodcast. Uh, at Dirty Frank, three R's and dirty, or at The Gas Man Lives. We like uh, to hear all your questions and uh, comments. Uh, so this one is from, uh, yeah, Mr. Film Junk himself, Sean Dwyer. Hello, ball boys. Since your last recording was delayed due to a fire, hopefully I can still fit this question in for the next uh, episode. Well, he did. Now, uh, part of his question, we have already been asked to us and uh uh, so the first one i'm always fascinated by the occasionally arbitrary limits and parameters of sports fandom (laughs) like only dwyer would write a sentence like that (laughs) seeing as you guys are not fans of your hometown teams for the most part i have a three-part question for you first of all can you tell us what made you choose to become fans of the various teams that you currently root for well i became a Ticats fan because they are in fact the local CFL team. I became a Dolphins fan because the very first NFL football game I watched was the 1984 Super Bowl. I picked the Dolphins. They lost. But I stuck with them. Um, I became a Lakers fan uh, after watching uh, Saturday afternoon uh, basketball, I believe on ABC in the mid-80s. I believe it was a Lakers-Celtics game. Uh, my brother was a Celtics fan, so naturally I had to cheer against him. And that's when I was introduced to Showtime on the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, I think the same reason I became a Canadiens fan is because my brother was a Leafs fan. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to pick a rivalry. Orioles? Uh, Orioles, well, uh, I always was an Expos fan. And when the Expos uh, disappeared... There were a number of reasons I chose uh, the Orioles. One, when I was in college living in Toronto, I went to a lot of Jays games because uh, at that time, the 500 level were only five bucks. 
And so I think I probably went to like 25 or 30 home games and just happened to see the Orioles a lot and uh, got to see Brady Anderson and uh, BJ Surhoff and Mike Bordick and, uh, you know, Mike Messina when he was younger and Alomar was on the team for a while. And then when, you know, I didn't have the Expos to cheer for, um, you know, again, the Blue Jays were a natural rivalry for the Expos because they were only two Canadian teams. And I wanted to cheer for a team that, um, you know, was a rival to the Blue Jays. And there already were a lot of Red Sox and Yankees fans. So I picked the Orioles. All right. <clears throat> so uh, Bill's only became a Bill's fan probably 11 years ago now was just going to a ton of Bills games and just uh, made my way over from Oakland just by proximity. Same with the Sabres. Never really had a, a huge favorite team in the NHL, but went to a lot of Sabres games. So, again, another proximity favorite. Baseball, my dad liked the Orioles, so I liked the Orioles. And Hornets slash Pelicans just liked their colors when I was 12 and Stuck with them ever since. That makes total sense. Uh, all right, so the second part of his question. I have a hypothetical question based on something Frank said last episode. Oh, he's listening to the shows. Mm. Hi, Sean. Uh, if one of your favorite teams traded away all of their players to another team in one shot and replaced them with a brand new roster, which team would you root for? The team. My team. I would not switch. So the players, they're gone. You would embrace the new players. I don't give a fuck about players. I guess this would sort of be like relocating to another city, but in this case, the team name and history associated with their franchise stays behind. Now, last but not least, I would agree with you. I stick with the team. If one of your favorite teams moved to Toronto, would you still root for them? No. Yes. Absolutely. Gone. Oh, I I absolutely would. Maybe hmm, the Bills is a different, a bit of a different story. Just because, like, the the crowds for Toronto were terrible. Now that could change if the like the, the Bills became a Toronto team. I think they would all switch over and become Bills fans. But I still, when the Bills played in Toronto, they should have embraced that team, and they didn't. They like always cheered for the other teams. They were the worst crowds ever. So if Pelicans, Orioles, uh. Sabres. Sabres. Highly unlikely they would move to Toronto, but if they did, I would still cheer for them. Save our Bills, no. I think I would switch to the Browns. It's because Toronto fans are terrible. For the terrible. most part, but I I really the Browns would be my next NFL team if I don't want to say all Toronto fans are terrible. Um I'm sure we just see them. Every city has terrible bandwagon. Oh, fans. Uh, I'm sure. And uh it's just uh yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I hear you, <laughs> but I would. I, I like would. Toronto FC fans. To me, it is not a like a contrarian view. It sounds like yours is a bit of a contrarian. Well, I mean, it's just like uh, okay. The, the Toronto teams are are for the most part my natural rivals. Like the Blue Jays are a rival to the team that I cheer for. The Leafs are a rival to the team I cheer for. Uh, cheer for the Argos are the big rival of the team that I cheer for. So I, I have grown into disliking Toronto mm -hmm. fans because of that fact. Sure. And my brother. 
Yeah, but what if your brother hated all Toronto teams when you were a kid? Would you probably love all Toronto teams? I don't know. I don't know. And we'll never know. Yeah. Which is weird because he's a Dolphins fan, so you would think that I would have picked the 49ers. Or the Bills. Well, just that first game, you know. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, which would have been a much better choice because, you know, I would have gotten to see some Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. It is. I, I would rather cheer for a bad team a lot of years and get that win then. Well, sure. I agree. That's why it was so nice to, you know, see, uh, like the Orioles win the division and to, I mean, they've they've been in the playoffs. Well, they didn't win the division this year. No, no. But I mean, like they won the division. Two years ago, I think. Two years ago. And then three of the last four years, they've been in the playoffs. Yes. And, you know, there were a, a, there was a long stretch where they were mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah. So it's, it's good to see them competitive. If the Pelicans ever win a championship, you will not see me happier. And I may cry. I feel the same way if 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 the Lakers were to win a championship. Oh, they, <laughs> I I would cry. I I I think I've seen eight Lakers championships. So that's much like good. Richard Christie on a Stern, I I could make myself cry just thinking about the Pelicans winning. All right, I love it. Next question's from Tyler. Hey, ball junkers. We kind of touched on this earlier. Uh, there's a lot of talk lately about the drop in TV ratings for the NFL this year, especially during the primetime games. Everyone has their own theory as to why this is, ranging from people disliking the anthem protests to a poor product on the field. I'm wondering what your theories are as to why ratings are down. Hmm. I think you, you're on to something. I think it is a combination of things. Interest in baseball is higher than usual, I think. Yes. And... Is there another factor? What about uh, ways to view games now? People don't necessarily have to watch it on broadcast television. There's a lot more streaming yeah, I mean, options. I, mean, I don't know about the NFL stats. I don't know if this is a blanket stat. or I would imagine ratings are down for Thursday night games and Monday night games, which used to be the best nights and the biggest rate. Well, not Thursday, but Monday night football used to be the biggest. And, like, those primetime games are garbage now. Yeah. Like, there's nothing good, and there's really not a lot of matchups to be excited about. So, and Monday nights are usually blowouts. The games are terrible. So, this is not an original statement, but the Sunday night game is usually the biggest game of the week, and they have been pretty good for the most part. But I think what I said before is part of it. Like, not a lot of marketable stars. And they're and some of their biggest ones are injured, J.J. Watt, Adrian Peterson. Uh, Arian Foster retired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just they're trying to turn some of these players. Like, you watch the commercials, and it's, uh, you know. Who was the one guy on Green Bay that they tried to make into a superstar? Oh, uh, Matthews? Yeah, Clay Matthews. Oh, I hate that guy. And they're trying, and they just don't have them. They're not no. there. There's Brady, Manning left. But he's, yeah. his commercials are the best. Yeah, I guess. I hate it. Well, well, the one where he calls Eli to come over and watch football. I like that commercial. I, I'm not a good judge. I hate all commercials by like, by the second. What about the insurance one? No commercial one where, can win uh, me over. I what about the all. insurance one where uh, Aaron Rodgers throws the golf club through the window? Oh, God, I hate it. Don't, don't look that out. I hate commercials. I literally, like, 
There's nothing I hate more on planet Earth than commercials. Uh, they what all, about the, what they about, all make me cringe. What about they Peyton drive me that fucking song? crazy. I hate it more than anything. Oh, it's they are like the most disgusting, feeble attempts at humor, mouth breather bullshit. I hate commercials and always will. Like with NFL players or just commercials in general? In general. I hate all commercials. Where's the beef? I never watch commercials. I change immediately or record and fast forward. The time I really have to watch the most commercials is when I go to a movie theater and have to watch corporate ads. And now those are on regular TV and I just want to scream and squirm when I see that Scotiabank commercial with, what if we said it was free? (laughs) And I just want to stop. I lose my mind. I hate that fucking commercial i hate commercials i don't know how people like them how has there not been a revolt only thing worse than television commercials is podcast ads live reads or just the commercials every podcast same products same things over and over and over again and i will me undies me undies dollar shave club uh the list goes on and on blue apron fuck i will never Ever just out of principle, pay for one of these products in my life. What's the website one? Oh, there's two. There's uh, hmm. Why can't I think of it? I can't think of it. I hear them all the time. There's Wix and there's uh, I don't know. But I will never use a product. Audible. I do use Audible <laughs> only to get free books though. I'm taking advantage of them. DDP Yoga. Is I don't listen to podcasts that I don't. Oh, okay. For. And now Sonos is in the mix, and it's just the same stuff over and over again. SeatGeek? Yeah, I'll never use SeatGeek. Blue Apron. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, uh, I d- do they understand that like people listen to a lot of podcasts, and you just get so sick of this stuff being shoved down your throat? Can't take it. Okay. Anyway, that's my advertising. Hot take. Rant. Uh... Here's an interesting uh, bonus question, which you uh, already alluded to as well. Is Frank's love of Major League at all influencing who he's rooting for this World Series? Of course it is. But as as I would only do when everyone was rooting for Rick Vaughn to throw out the first pitch, Charlie Sheen, get a B player in there. Let's get Harris throwing out that first pitch. Let's get some of the lesser known and underappreciated major league veterans out there. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. I agree. Uh it's like Corbin Burnson toss one out. Oh. They they I think they're gonna get Charlie Sheen for the next game. Could be. Um here's the next one from Kenny. Sup guys. I recently overheard a coworker refer to Eli as the mouth breather manning. <laughs> Is this true? Uh, actually, no. Peyton is the mouth breather Manning. Think so? Yeah. He just... Getting... I think it's the other guy. No, no. What's his name? Chester? I don't know, but it's definitely Peyton. He is trying to appeal to as many people as possible, say nothing offensive, and getting, uh, you know, performance-enhancing drugs in the mail in his wife's name. 
Total mouth breather. Cheater. All right. Uh, all right. He did shout out to Budweiser in his post Super Bowl thing and Papa John's. He's a complete mouth breather. Fuck him. What? Uh, um, you know who Brock Lesnar is, right? Yes. When he was in the UFC, when he won uh, the heavyweight title, um, I believe it was Budweiser was a major sponsor of the UFC. And after he won, uh, he got on the microphone and said he was going to go home and have a Coors Light <laughs> and get on top of his wife. That's what he said? Yes. Class act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to send us uh, an email or a comment, uh, email us at uh, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can uh, send it to us on the Twitter uh, make sure you follow us uh, at Dirty Frank, Three Hours and Dirty, at The Gas Man Lives, and at Ball Junk Podcast. So this is the time of the show where uh, we're about to wrap things up. I got to tighten up here. Oh, clench. Prepare defense. <laughs> uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe and uh, download uh, on iTunes and uh, leave us some comments. Uh, leave us a five-star rating. We'd appreciate that. And uh um, yeah, we're all on iTunes. Get all, get all 24 of the Ball Junk Podcast. If, you, uh, if you've missed a couple, they're all there. They're, they're ready for your listening pleasure. They're so relevant. They really are. The 2012 Especially the NBA, old ones. Oh, yeah. NBA preview. They're so good. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can always just go back and hear the openings and then uh, listen to uh, Balls Around the World. It, those are timeless segments. Oh, yeah. They... they uh, you can't lose with those things. No. Are you ready for the gas pedal? Mm-hmm. So we're going fast this time. Okay. All right? No dawdling. No dawdle. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Take one. Miami Dolphins running back Arian Foster announced his retirement this week. Is his great career softened by this sad exit? No. Canadian curling star Brad Gushu hopes to return this weekend. How pumped are you? Not pumped. Former NHL player Mike Commodore took his first shift as an Uber driver. Good career move? <laughs> yes. Tampa Bay Lightning goaltender Ben Bishop lost a couple of teeth in his game against the Leafs. What's the best nickname for teeth? Chompers. Wrong. It's Chicklets. The Undertaker <laughs> and the widow of the Ultimate Warrior presented Cleveland Cavaliers star Kevin Love with a replica of the WWE Universal Championship before the Cavs home opener. Which pro wrestler would you want to present you with a championship belt? Jake the Snake Roberts. Two-time world champions and Olympic gold medalist ice dancers Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore are back after two years away from competition as they headline Skate Canada International 2016. Got your tickets? I'm Eisler and Brasseur all the way. Not interested. That's the gas pedal. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Ball Junk Podcast. We'll be back episode 25.